Were you under the impression that the government confiscates drugs and flushes them down the toilet? <laughs> yeah, that's how they destroy it. Shrimp is testing positive for cocaine left, right, and center. Yeah, but that's so. just because the narcos are really bad at building submarines. And also, they keep building submarines. <laughs> that's also because true. We somehow... Like we weren't paying attention and the world turned into a dystopia. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good, we're not on a good plot line when the narcos are using submarines. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Hey, hey, hey. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. <laughs> and Juice. Banana me. <laughs> Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Juice, what's this month's theme? This month, we're diving into cinema. Shitty cinema, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> Spy movies, whether intentionally spy or, you know, coerced to become a spy. It's all the same. We're talking about the gadgets. We're talking about the action. We're talking about apparently comedy this week. So, um, (laughs) Casey, what did we watch this week? This is a film that has been recommended to me several times over the years, and we finally have a theme that fits it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watched Leonard Part 6, and while we hate to watch Ugh. Bill Clinton... <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Another we do hate to watch rapist. Bill Clinton. Let's start over. And while we hate to watch Bill Cosby act, we love to see him as a shell of his former self slowly wasting away in jail, and or however the fuck that phrase goes. Anyway, let's shut <laughs> off our brains and get ready to enjoy the terribleness that is this film. But Dave... I need you to first give me grounds for the perfect elevator pitch. Oh, yes. Uh, all right, Casey. On behalf of those fans that recommended it, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You are a secret agent. You've just saved the world from a pack of evil vegetarians that were planning on taking it over with weaponized animals that have learned to be bloodthirsty. Uh, it was very impressive from you. Uh, you're going to escape their compound on the back of an ostrich that you've just freed. Uh, unfortunately, none of this is actually true. You're just shit housed at a petting zoo and are trying to climb into the ostrich's cage right now. It's not going to work out well for you. Raptor uh, considering, Harambe. Yeah, they have raptor claws. So in the 10 seconds before you're disemboweled by this ostrich, sell us on this movie. Bill Cosby fights vegans, the government, predatory older boyfriends, his daughter's shallow career, his ex-wife, and terrorism at large because he's a good guy and no one would ever regret that stance, right? Nine seconds. Right. Wow, wow, you fit a lot into that, Casey. You really did. Thank you. I'm More really than my rap career. <laughs> Call me Twister. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. Can we just ride through it on an ostrich? Let's ride into the movie that shitty cinema watched on an ostrich. Let's fly on a flightless bird through the (laughs) plot of the film that shitty cinema watched. An evil vegetarian is using animals to murder government agents. Desperate for help, the CIA tries to recruit retired super agent Leonard. Super agent Bill Cosby. Yes, 
Bill Cosby plays Leonard the Super Spy, who is half shitty satire James Bond and 100% America's dad, which is why we have a romance subplot. Hi, Daddy. No. No. Daddy. Keep going. A subplot that's maybe what Leonard Part 6 is about. One story is Leonard trying to reconcile with his separated wife, told through his relationship with his wealthy, spoiled daughter. She's 20, doing edgy performance art and dating a 66-year-old. And that brings the two back together. You know, I feel like a tattoo would have been less permanent than those two (laughs) career decisions. But hey, you can hide a tattoo. I'm just saying, girl. To be fair, to a 20-year-old, a 66-year-old is definitely way less permanent than a tattoo. (laughs) I think the getting naked on stage, that was really... I'm just this saying in terms of years left to deal this, with the consequences. Right. You, the tattoo is going to be with you longer than the 66-year-old. Is the attention grabber for your parents, the public tits is the career killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich of disappointment on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't these like off-Broadway productions have less decisions about getting your tits out on stage? I mean, I imagine it's like why you see a lot of tits in B movies. It's just easier to show some tits and get better views. <laughs> I think it's the old also tit that strategy. Fully nude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it looked fully nude to me, but I don't know. Well, I mean, that's more views from me. When Leonard goes to his wife to discuss it, she pours food all over him because she caught him seven years ago switching a 19-year-old girl naked. Absolutely. Wow. I would dump food on him every dinner, every night after that, forever. I'm forever. just going to leave that alone. The other plot is Leonard finally accepting the job, which involves visiting his nurse, who lives on a hippie bus and doesn't speak English and tells the future. Yeah, that's totally my type of chick. When yeah, you she, don't she have insurance, juice. you take what you can get, okay? <laughs> I would have been really glad for her at, like, age 23. I needed a nurse. (laughs) Leonard's super rich. Why was she called nurse? I don't know. She's she's, she's more like the the fortune teller from Mallrats. Because she's taking care of three kids, Dave. Why didn't you finish school for a while, huh? Drugs and alcohol. Right. You don't know, nurse. She just Maybe she just got her shit together. Nurse is kind of like the fortune teller from Mallrats, but without the third nipple. That one we was hate. fake, though. We don't know that. Right. Maybe nurses is, too. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Leonard gets an eclectic set of items from Nurse and heads off in a Porsche tank. Yeah. yeah he infiltrates, which is just a Porsche with a tank cannon on top. He infiltrates the vegetarians and steals the MacGuffin that is supposedly controlling the animals to attack. But Leonard keeps out of the government's hands because he doesn't trust them not to abuse it, too. Yeah, then both subplots merge because the evil vegetarian abducts Leonard's wife. Now it's personal, but Leonard gets captured. I'm sorry. Can we just bring up really fast that the evil vegetarian is the fucking Oracle from the Matrix? <laughs> Gloria Foster, you fucking... And she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. she's great. She we'll is. talk about it's her later. 12 but years she's before great. the Matrix. She looks incredible. Fortunately, on his way to rescue his wife, he met up with Nurse, who hooked him up with another series of odd objects, specifically engineered to help him escape. His wife suddenly embraces espionage, and they team up to take the evil vegetarian down. After successfully defeating the evil vegetarian, releasing the animals that she had held captive, and leaping from the factory roof riding an ostrich, 
Leonard and his wife have a reconciliation at dinner where she pours food on him, but in a sexy way. And then the credits keep rolling and they keep having more shots of Cosby covered in food as my anxiety grips my entire body. And then either I go dark or the movie does. And then I'm on this podcast explaining it to you kind folks. And the podcast is now over, I guys. I think that would be your specific hell. Like yeah. That would be the mm. one that Satan would tailor to you. It would be awful. I mean, this I would have a very serious conversation. I would be very disappointed. This l- movie definitely hit the level of shitty right next to Food Fight. So, I mean. <laughs> why is that? Why was that so popular in the 80s? I don't, know. I don't know. I hate that. I hate that. Also, she dumped like four people's worth of food <laughs> over the top of him in that credit sequence. So, like, she had ordered extra dishes knowing she was going to do this, right? Well, yeah, they were Bosch and lived in fucking mansions, of course. You know, Any no, meal no. that you order is for, like, 20 people. She never forgave him. She was just going to get back together with him. She's doing this every night for the rest of their lives together. Oh, so the first night she realized, like, after seven years, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, I'll get back together with you. I'm going to do this every night. And he's like, you know what? The crazy's worth it. I'm rich. <laughs> Someone can just spray us with Evian water that shoots out of the shower. No, oh, they did fucking that... have a shower scene where he I showered in cologne. Okay, like sometimes that. Leonard Part 6 remembered that it was oh. a spy movie. And, and that wasn't... It was, uh, they tried. No, they tried. I guess. I don't think they did. Well, okay. I contend that Leonard point. was cool... I think Leonard was okay. a cool spy. He Juice. had the giant mansion. Okay, he had the giant mansion. Gotta have a mansion. You gotta uh, have a man. It was an '80s mansion, yeah. though, so it was yeah. not an impressive one. Yeah, okay, but a mansion is a mansion, and Dave, let's be honest, we could put all of our properties together, and it would still be smaller than that house. So yeah, I'm not. We can't that. pick apart the '80s sure. mansion. He had the manservant. That's boss. That's very like James Bondy. You know what I mean? No, that was more like Batman. I felt like he was Alfred from Batman, or at uh, least trying yeah, to be. I, I agree. I agree. It was just driving home the point that he's like a super rich super spy. Super rich super, super spy. spy. Okay, I know you would J.O. yourself to death for his closet. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. The, absolutely. the closet itself, not the clothing in it, because again, 80s, cocaine, hell of a drug. But <laughs> yeah. so the closet was great. Ties. I don't know. There was not enough guns in his closet. We only got one scene when he walked to his fucking tank Porsche and he had a bunch of guns on the wall. That was it. (laughs) Well, Juice, back then we were more responsible with guns and kept them locked in the bat dungeon. Cosby doesn't use guns. Now just hanging out with their clothes. Now it's all John Wick guns and toothpick holders and shit. (laughs) This was the the golden age. You kept your guns separate. And super... In super secret agent Bill Cosby mostly uses shit like armpit mounted rocket launchers rather yeah. than yes. guns. Yes. Which is why I gotta say, I don't think this is a spy movie. I think it's supposed to be a spy satire movie. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Uh, but is that, it? It sort it's of a tries spy to parody. walk a line. I mean, no, the whole thing is, is that it's a comedy. It is a comedy film, or at least they wanted it to be a comedy film. It's supposed to be a comedy I did, film. I did not. I did not. No, I did laugh a couple of times. <laughs> Fucking, 
I go back to my girl, Gloria Foster. She fucking, she committed in this movie, and she oh was my God. great. She, she was a shining light. It's it's not even just the delivery of her lines. It's the little stuff like, you know, her saying grape me and then grabbing a whole fistful of grapes <laughs> and just going at it like an apple. Or when she demands a banana, which someone whole offers a peeled banana towards her. Once and again, she just same. full fist grabs the banana. <laughs> Instead of taking it by the part you hold the banana with, no, she is a hypoglycemic tyrant, toddler tyrant, who has the most amazing wardrobe. Oh my god, I would kill for that wardrobe. Oh, she looks great. Oh wow, her dresses that she has uh, are constant. They're yeah, sequins. They're very flamboyant. They're fantastic. Not knowing any of her previous work outside of the Matrix, to say. She has amazing hair. Like, I, that's the one thing that, girl, you keep that fucking lock. Okay, Dave, I got a question for you. Yes. Which power play works better on you? Was it the grapes or the banana? Uh, The grapes, because I can more immediately, (laughs) like, feel all of those little stems in my mouth. and Getting shoved up between your teeth. Right, because that's you gotta either you either come out of that at a hundred percent, or you're coming out of it looking like Denethor with twigs in his mouth yeah. after he went to town on the. Just no, it's not a good. I can't no, I can't handle that one. The banana, okay, that's a banana, but I can also in my head just think that like how you're like a monkey that's grabbing the wrong part of it, <laughs> you know. Dumb. Case, would you say she's your favorite character? Yeah, I absolutely adored her. She kind of yeah, was right. given like Isma vibes from the Emperor's New Groove. Like, I think that they definitely may share some lineage somewhere in there. She was fantastic. I loved her boyfriend Andy. He was in an electric <laughs> wheelchair. Yeah. And his answer to everything is like, "Oh, let's lock him in the cellar." And he's always like, "Why don't we just kill him? Kill him? <laughs> just kill no, him?" And- all, all he says is kill him in a very yeah. drunken slur. <laughs> yeah. Kill him. He's always got a drink in his hand and a Tommy gun on his on his wheelchair, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I he mean, really, he really is channeling the same vibe as Seth Green in the first Austin Powers of like, no, let's just right. shoot him right now. <laughs> you know, I think it was very telling that even in this film, they showed that the government didn't really technically want to save the world. They just really wanted the evil sea bomb to themselves. It looked like one of those things underwater that blows up submarines. Did it not? Uh, torpedoes, yeah. <clears throat> or not like, torpedoes, no. no, no, no. no. Like those sea big, mines. Like, oh. Sea mines, yeah, that look like big metal bobbers. Oh, uh, depth charges? Or are they no. sea mines? They're sea mines. Depth charges oh look like God, look like oil barrels. Say sea mine before Jay. That's right. They do. In this moment tonight. I'm sorry. You can see mine if I can see yours. Ooh, <laughs> that's saucy. Go on. Okay, I just don't understand. You know what? I think the movie tried to make me, and maybe I wasn't open to it. But I just don't understand how killer animals can super benefit the government. Is that how they were gonna get Castro because- finally? I mean, they were, were taking out agents left and right, Casey. Yeah. And oh, yeah. We we know so that it's not worldwide. It's only going to be over, like, roughly the Bay Area. So, like, right. fuck, you pick a country you don't like, 
and then you just drop that in there and you let their house cats murder the shit out of them like the plot from the Avengers episode that I detailed a couple weeks ago. (laughs) I actually was thinking about that. Comes back full circle. This is some shit straight out of the classic Avengers. Spy movie shit. So you you just use it to murder people in a place you don't like. Rather it's than a classic it supervillain plot, people here. Casey. Yeah. And what is the government if not a supervillain? What right. is the government if not, not loving to spend <laughs> money on dumb shit? Where they just sure. a cheaper, easier solution. Yeah, no, so this is this actually wouldn't really wouldn't even perfect. be close to being the dumbest weaponized animal we've met. <laughs> <laughs> like, Very we, true. It actually worked this time. Wait, like literally we've made frogs jump cars into rivers? We've okay, well, you're not tried. that awesome. But I want to see that. Right. Juice, explain what you mean by that. Right. Because that's oh. one of my favorite scenes. They had like maybe 65 frogs underneath the car, and apparently they were able to lift this ton and a half machine, bounce it like three or four times with the secret with a CIA agent inside into a river as the CIA agent suspectably drowns. Because doors, right? You can well, use doors. Okay. All right. I to be al- fair. I also thought the same thing, but yeah. Right. No, you would be in so much shock and be like, "Oh shit! I should not have gotten high before going on stakeout." It feels like frogs are jumping my car. Is that the river getting closer? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. No, you would not instantly react. You're not Clark fucking Kent juice. But you it would takes drown a- in your car full of questions. No, I feel like I. I can come too quick enough, at least, because a car takes a while to sink, doesn't it? I it it can take some time, Whoa. but I gotta say, after Casey pointed that out to me, that you have just heard the sound of like a hundred choreographed ribbits as your car lurched <laughs> forward into the water. I would right. probably rather die in the car than go out into the water with whatever made that noise. Oh God! Oh, oh that's a, oh, oh no! Yeah, no, right. right? That's I don't go in rivers. That's what is in them. You're I will die in the safety of my car. Right. I do if we happen to have in our fan base some weird combination of mathematicians and biologists. I would like to know how many frogs simultaneously <laughs> jumping it would take to push a car into the water. Yes. Not to push, to jump a car into the oh, yeah. water. Over, over, that's over a, a that's an important over a distinction. Over a fence. Over a fence. Into the water. All right. Well, for starters, just how many frogs simultaneously jumping do we need to get it, like, let's say, a foot off the ground? We'll start with that. Too many frogs. (laughs) I do think it's more frogs than you can fit under a car. I think that's the rub here. (laughs) Uh, I mean, maybe if you stack them on top of each other and they have, like, a power transfer And also, part B of that question, would it help if the frogs had fleas? Yeah. So oh, and then you train the fleas to jump too. Right, right, right. I just I need to know that too. So if there's but any math, the fleas are also pushing down shut on the frogs. Up, so I think that's shut up, cancel shut up. it out. <laughs> what if we put steroids on the frogs? Equal and opposite thing. <laughs> now oh, we got steroid okay. frogs. No, what if Roid no frogs? the fleas Maybe can jump as high as a frog? <laughs> fleas can draw. Okay. No, I'm saying if you if the flea jumps off of the frog, the amount that you gain from the flea, you lose from. No, I, I think the fleas are going to have to be on the ground between the frogs, okay. or maybe they can be under the frogs, helping yeah, push no. the frogs up. This is what happens. So the fleas are actually all on the sides of the frogs, right? And when the frogs jump, 
they go to the bottom and then at the apex of the frog's jump the fleas who have calculated this they're excellent mathematicians they jump down and when they do so that opposite force will continue to propel the frog upward thus increasing their force proportionate to the amount of fleas downforce actually and so that's how so, it works it's boosters it's oh. like booster rockets now hang on I, ha- I have a new question for the room now which is more terrifying being in a vehicle that has hundreds of frogs underneath it that are jumping it forward or yes. a carpet of fleas doing the same thing <laughs> please carpet of fleas for yeah. sure yeah, carpet of bugs is always a horror thing for me. I really wish that Leonard Part Six would have a little bit more fun with their comedic action because in the intro, in, in the beginning, there is some f- almost well done kitchen assassination scene where the government is trying to recruit Leonard and they send this assassin and he starts shooting at him and they do some playing off of like, you know, hitting cans of oil that are pouring into the cooks and. Uh, putting holes in pans well, into so that the they cooks, can strain spaghetti. Like skillets, not into, into the, the skillets. Cooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so you're right. Thank you. In thank you. So it's almost it's almost well done, but it, it has no heart, unfortunately. So no, I don't know. no. It was just I so blah. I I gotta point out, it was not almost well done. They barely <laughs> managed to get across the idea that they had written down on the page, but Agreed. they did not do a good job at accomplishing that. No. It, it, it was a cool idea. I'll give you that. It looked like something straight out of shoot 'em up or maybe uh, like God of Cookery, you know, something cheesy <laughs> like that. They, it, but they didn't accomplish that at all. It didn't come across. I wasn't believable. And Listen, then they didn't do anything me, else like that for the rest of the movie. Let me retort to that. It's it's like the dad that tells the joke that's so corny. It's like a slow burn that actually works later. That's how this felt. I, I'm not going to completely condemn it. Yeah, it did kind of, it was a little lackluster in parts. Yeah. But I love right. the idea around it. And it. I actually enjoyed the shooting around, breaking eggs and they fall perfectly on the skillet. Uh-huh. And, you know, the guy peppers and I loved the cheesiness of that. I think it. I liked I, the idea, just not the execution. Right. Yeah, no, they, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. they didn't I'm, do I'm, it good. Okay, what you're saying I love you, but you're not in love with me, and you're just trying <laughs> to make signals, Dave. And honestly, I like the idea, but not the execution. You can pick almost any scene or plot point out of this movie, and that still holds true. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jay, you called this a satire, and to bring up a parallel, you were originally going to bring Top Secret with Val Kilmer, and I'm super disappointed yeah. that you didn't do that. Yeah. Because I think that's yeah, a really interesting one to compare against this. Because that is a spy movie satire, and they did think through their <laughs> jokes to come up with creative ways of, you know, joking about whatever they wanted. And Leonard Part Six does none of that. Like whatever the first impulse they had, that's what went down on the page. And a lot of it was just Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby's. His date did have the one joke of this movie that actually worked for me when what? he leaves the house and we hear in voiceover from his butler that he moved as far away as he possibly could bring himself to and then they follow him in one shot that he's moved like 60 feet away and the car just pulls forward and stops at the next house that was actually funny that was a good joke yeah that caught me yeah. off guard i really, really honestly that. no I, that's because that was given to us by the butler who was a gem in this movie he is I, in a bunch of spy satire movies. Is he? I agree. Okay. I yeah. thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Which is, no, he's he's brilliant because he hams the character up. 
he plays it like it's a comedic character and he really nails the role of yeah. the the super spy's butler you know he's he's an alfred yeah he is but like, he does mostly commit to alfred. all of his jokes right also side note the dance villains they were all vegan but also it was the 80s how were they fucking beefcakes and vegans well they weren't vegan they were vegetarian yeah they were vegetarians i mean yeah. regardless same jokes but yeah yeah oh okay that makes more sense but remember can, they're, they're vegetarians. well yeah vegetarians were the right. vegans of the 80s so i mean pretty much and the movie's logic was that they were beefcakes because they were basically gold star vegetarians because they had yeah. abducted them from their parents as children yeah. Only oh, ever yes. fed them vegetarian food. Gotcha. They and were the Dave? perfect specimens. Okay, but then why are they dressed up like birds? And second question, why does Bill Cosby have to shave one of them? I, well, um, take your time. Shave a bird, leave a bird. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I go, Every first off, factory first off, you visit, you have to shave a bird. I was real uncomfortable by that because there's this man-sized blackbird that he hangs upside down and shaves with with a pair of hair clippers except that you, it's not how you remove feathers so like it's really just kind of a bloody nightmare is what you would get out of it well yeah but they didn't literally grow feathers like it was Why a not? costume no i don't i think, I he think even in the movie's feathers. logic they no. it was a costume it was a bird man human bird man david okay dave <laughs> The beefcakes were vegetarians. What were they? What was their Achilles' heel? You've been <laughs> dying to talk about this all God, night. God, this makes me so fucking angry because it's another one of the jokes that they didn't actually write. Bill Cosby would slap them with raw hamburger patties, and sometimes it would burn them, and sometimes it would make their head explode, and sometimes it just scared them because this they wrote down that like a <laughs> vegetarian can't have meat. And that was the joke, and they didn't write it any more than that. Nope. The one whose head explode exploded because he recklessly bit and ate a piece of a hot dog, Dave. Hot dog me. And the way <laughs> the way Bill Cosby offers it to him. I waggling mean, it? Waggling it. <laughs> yeah, I did not know. I had seen the gif of that scene. Many, yeah. many times before. Why? No what did you type in? What did you Nothing. type in just, for that? Sometimes people just post it on gift. the internet because it just right. looks, it's just funny because it's Cosby wangling a dangle at you. I've never <laughs> seen that Because he does that. Well, you don't hang out in the same places as the internet I do. Regardless, I hated that fucking scene because it's the same joke as the like 15th level vegan from Scott Pilgrim, but they actually wrote jokes, a bunch of different <laughs> jokes to get that across on it. They had Highlander bust in the wall as the vegan police at the end of it. It was great. <laughs> okay, is that. that the hill you're going to die on? We're not going to die on great. Bill Cosby getting upset that a man older than him is banging his 20 year old daughter. We're not gonna we're not gonna get riled up about that. Biggest fucking eye roll. The entire purpose of that was for Bill Cosby to dad us. Yep. That entire Yeah. That really had nothing to do for the rest of the movie. That was just so Cosby could be America's dad, because that's a really critical element of Bill Cosby as a character, and so it has to be part of every part of a movie that Bill Cosby is in. He wrote this too. That's sad. Given the context, young of kid, pull your pants up. We know 
You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying fuck. that's the hill you're gonna die on. Like the ridiculous. I'm not dying on I'm gonna hill. say the ridiculousness of me supposing to believe that Bill Cosby has any right to be upset with a consensual relationship his daughter's in in the movie. That's the hill. Like, oh my fucking god. Don't dad me if I want to bang some 60-year-old dude for his fucking retirement money, bitch. Yeah, but what about her getting naked on stage? Everybody's saying yes on this yacht. She chose to do that. <laughs> I, okay, but yeah, that that is the problem with watching a Bill Cosby movie in 2020, because I'm not totally watching the movie. Like, every female character that comes on screen, I'm going, oh, no. Her. I know. Her, her too. Is it her? Is she, should I Google? Do I want to know? No. Danger. Sure. This is absolutely not what it's about, but why look at any like teenage male star from a 90s TV show and you just want to punch every single one of them in the face so fucking hard. Yeah. Who let your haircut look like that? Seriously. Like, look at a picture of Jonathan Taylor Thomas and tell me you oh, don't yeah. want to hit him with a baseball bat. <laughs> we can waffle about what actor committed and what actor didn't commit. But, Jay, I need you to commit to an answer. Leonard Part 6, would you watch it again? Committed or consented? Uh -uh. I really want to like Leonard Part 6. I really do. It is my jam. I love some cheesy spy stuff and spoofing on it. And it has some great bit characters. The villain is amazing. The Oracle is just so good. She cheeses it up. I have a blast. But then Cosby's not fun at all, and mm -mm. knowing context makes it awful. And the rest of the movie doesn't commit, and it's not quite sure whether it's trying to tell me a message or tell me some jokes or maybe do both. It doesn't really do anything. So, no, I will not be watching Leonard Part 6 again. But, Dave, what about you? Leonard Part 6, would you watch it again? No, absolutely not. God. <laughs> I, there are like three ideas in this movie that I actually liked the idea and the execution of all of them fell flat and the rest of the movie it's just really obvious that a big part of the sales pitch was it stars Bill Cosby yeah and that was and pretty it's written much by it. Bill Cosby and you know what it is 2020 now so that's not in the plus column anymore that one's moved <laughs> over so there's not in anything else here to overcome that and what is here actually makes me angry throughout a lot of it so no absolutely not juice Ooh. how about you lettered part six would you watch it again you know, it says a lot that Bill Cosby spent a good deal of his own money to buy the TV rights for this so that they couldn't air it on TV because he realized how much what? he fucked up. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Oh, that's great. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I like that it was made because it's a good <laughs> insight into the year that I was born, 1987. I came into the world when this shit was out. So, but no, I'm not going to sit down and watch it. I, ca I can't oh. do that to myself again. So, Casey, what about you? Are you going to sit down and watch Leonard Part 6? So, I love the opening fight scene in the kitchen. This is perfectly accurate. Mm -mm. It's Friday night. We're super short-staffed. I don't give a fuck about your shootout, bro. Don't fuck with the ticket time. I don't care if it's revenge, espionage, gang-related. If you're not going to cover KP's smoke break for him, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> but unfortunately, that was only a short part of the film. There were other enjoyable aspects, but not enough to save Leonard Part 6. 
and with the exponentially creepy Bill Cosby. No, I don't want to be in fear for another 80 minutes. I'm glad I watched it once to say I did, but I would not watch it again. Well, Cinemites, on that note, the verdict is in. Ain't no one going to watch this fucking movie again. Normally, I'd say it's your call. But I'm actually going to double back and say, don't watch this movie. Like, literally. You guys literally asked for it, though. Okay. Well, you know. Like four of you. Four of you were asking for it. (laughs) For those four people. (laughs) Phrasing. So next week, though, I get to continue shit. Shit. I get to continue on with cinema. Shitty cinema. With a kind of spy movie but undercover espionage all the same from my childhood i i did like i liked it it's triple x with vin diesel oh, oh man, man. Oh. Roy boy way to come Mountain back strong yeah and i'm really glad that you decided to bring that tonight Hey, Cinemites, if you have a bad movie we should review or want to say hi, check out the Shitty Cinema Facebook page, sh.ttycinema. Holler at our Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People. Surf the web, hang 10 at shittycinema.com. We paid for Follow Casey at casey.cinema on Instagram. If you have a crumb to spare, check out a Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights, turn on evil Alexa, and hop our way to our ex's house. Huh?